you are listening to Season 2, Episode 3. Hello and welcome to What Leaders Know. It's the podcast for people on leadership journeys. I'm your host, Penny Beeston. I help people take their leadership journeys to the next level. You can learn more at whatleadersknow.com. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. It's a variation on my regular podcasts. The leaders featured on What Leaders Know reveal many insights for those on their own leadership journey. These insights and takeaways are gold, however you may hear them as you're driving or going for a walk or any of the myriad of activities you enjoy as you tune into the podcast. So rather than lose these gems of wisdom, I'm going to distill the key takeaways from these leaders and drop the occasional episode, such as this one today, featuring the trait or behaviour that supported their success. I'll also add a couple of coaching prompts and actions for listeners who find resonance for their own journey. In today's podcast, our focus is on career intent. We can hear the intent in each of the conversations that I have with successful and accomplished leaders. Intent is a powerful tool, freely available to each of us, yet it often sits unnoticed and on idle in our career toolboxes. And before I share insights into what triggered the intent of some of my guests, I want you to think about where you are on your leadership journey right now and where you want to take your career. How are you travelling? What's working for you at the moment? We have ridden the first year of the pandemic. What has been the impact on your career building mindset? Has it taken a hit in the face of the enormous disruptions to the way we live, work and play? There have been ups and downs, positives and minuses. Today's focus on intent is designed to shift you into leadership career reflection mode. Intent's an essential ingredient for a successful career and our intent can run on automatic until it's triggered unexpectedly by an event in our lives. Listen to part of the conversation with Professor Robert Van Barneveld, Season 1, Episode 5 of What Leaders Know. Let me um, take you back to 1993. When you were awarded the Australian Society of Animal Production Most Outstanding Young Scientist Award, how did winning this award drive the direction and energy in your career? I respect your research, Penny, because when, when you mentioned that I'd won this award, I actually had to go and check that I had. <laughs> I um, had totally forgotten about it. But it's, it's very interesting that you picked that one because it was a landmark award for me in my career. And the reason it was a landmark award is it was the first one I had actually won. I had been in previous uh, runnings for awards in the past so I was always the bridesmaid and what that award taught me was you have to work to win. It's never going to fall in your lap and uh, once I understood that and knew how to win uh, then I had a lot more success in the future but it was very much a case of it's not coming to you. There's no, You don't get recognition because it's your turn you have to work for it and earn it. And that's what that award taught me. So it was actually a pivotal moment in my, my career. Thank you for reminding me of it. It's nice to reflect. In this powerful insight, Rob articulated what was pivotal to sharpening his career intent. With Rob's intent for career success triggered, he went on to become a highly accomplished and successful scientist and business leader. As I said, intent is a career power tool that's often hiding in plain sight. We each have access to it. However, the essential role intent plays in a successful career may not be understood. 
When we're starting out on our careers, our intent is often focused and energised. But as our careers gain momentum, life introduces other layers of complexity. And unless we're already focused on our career intent, it can drop into idle. When we unpack the issue, there's many variants and every situation, of course, is unique. As we build our careers, life events arise that compete for the demands on our attention and focus. Those who raise or support families know the complex and multi-layered demands on emotions, energy, focus and intent as we seek to balance life and work. Some of us may have settled into a role early in our career that isn't stretching us and our career intent is running on idle. So many of life's events can dilute our career intent and successful and accomplished leaders find ways to balance and nourish life and career. And this isn't to say everyone has to be intent on career building or building a leadership career. Wherever you land that gives you a sense of fulfilment and satisfaction is great. This episode and its takeaways is aimed at people whose career's intent could do with a bit of a recharge. Is your career intent currently active or idle? Or is it somewhere in between? It's a common practice for accomplished leaders to end each year with a reflection session that reviews not just the past year, but their vision and goals for the year ahead. They check their career intent and recharge it as they refine their vision. But we don't have to wait until the end of a year to check our intent. To help you, I'll put a link to a simple career intent checklist in the show notes. This is a go-to from my What Leaders Know Leadership Career Toolkit. Another of my guests, Zane Ali from Season 2, Episode 2, identified an early trigger for his intent to succeed. At the time I interviewed Zane, he'd just completed a 12-month contract as interim CEO of MS Queensland. Zane's entry into C-Suite coincided perfectly with the announcement of COVID-19 on our landscape. Listen for Zane's career intent, its genesis and focus. Before you ever stepped into the for-purpose sector, you spent six years putting your accounting profession to work with Downer, Footlocker and Elliot's where you were awarded the Footlocker Asia-Pacific Employee of the Year. What did that acknowledgement reflect about your approach to your work? And what was the catalyst to pivot your career away from success in the commercial world into the for-purpose sector with your role at Blue Care? I think one of the things that I really learnt from that, a bit of a backstory to that is a great catalyst or springboard for my approach in my career was the year before I won that a colleague had actually won that award, um, somebody that I worked quite closely with. And I was actually really, really inspired by it. And and I set myself a goal and said, you know, next year I want to be up here standing there getting that award. Um, so it was actually quite inspiring for me. So I set myself a goal. I set myself targets in terms of what I wanted to achieve and then ultimately ended up winning and getting employed the year. So I think one of the key learnings that I took away from that was the fact that I previously had always lived in the now, live, live in the moment and live in the now. But the strength of setting goals and the strength of, you know, focusing and having a forward vision and working and breaking that down in order to be able to to achieve that vision was a really fantastic learning for me and something that I've definitely taken forward into my approach throughout my leadership journey. A catalyst to both Rob and Zane's intent to strive harder to succeed were their peers' successes in winning high-performance awards in their chosen fields. And both Rob and Zane acknowledged and respected their peers for winning these awards. However, they each took the time to reflect on what they could change about their own performance 
to achieve a higher level of success. We hear the genesis of intent and honed focus on achieving success in both of their conversations. When our careers feel like they're stalling, it's worth revisiting the genesis of our intent to build a successful career. What was our earliest trigger to succeed? And intent isn't static. It changes over the course of our career as our experiences and circumstances evolve. At the core of accomplished and successful leaders, you'll find somewhere along their journey, their intent became about making a difference. Listen to this part of my conversation with Lisa Griffiths, who I interviewed in Season 1, Episode 2 of What Leaders Know. You'll hear the moment in her life where her intent shifted from being a successful elite athlete, winning medals at the Commonwealth Games, to making a difference in the lives of vulnerable children and their families. Lisa, I want to come back to your work at Ozchild shortly, but before we go further, I'm interested about your entry into leadership. Was it with intent? Were you following a plan? Or was it happenstance, as it is with some leaders? I think I almost sit on the fence with this one. What drove me into my career was very much having a niece born prematurely, and I was 15 at the time. And uh, I grew up in Wales in uh, a working class family where, you know, we didn't have very much growing up. Uh, I was very excited to get a new niece. I was quite taken aback when I discovered that uh, my niece wasn't meeting the developmental milestones that she should have met when she was born. Time progressed. Uh, she didn't meet more of these milestones. And eventually we understood that she had cerebral palsy. And I didn't really quite know what to make of that. Uh, and I certainly didn't know what I could do about it. At the same time, I was very active in the sport of judo, which you mentioned in the introduction, and traveling extensively to competitions and preparing for Commonwealth Games and started to do very well. And uh, I used to journey away from Wales quite a lot on those travels and one particular summer, I came back to Wales, and by this stage, my niece was now four. And I always would try and go and catch up with her because um, she was the light of my life at the time. And I remember um, sitting in a street, and there was lots of kids playing in the street, running up and down the street. And, and Carly had braces on her legs to help improve her gait because of her spasticity that affected her muscles. And she started to um, to cry, and, and it's probably the worst experience in the world to watch a child cry. And I asked her, Carly, what's wrong? What can I do? And she basically said to me she was crying because she couldn't run like the other children. And it dawned on me at that moment that there was something I could do to help this little girl, uh, and that was to teach her to run. So I spent the next six weeks teaching her to run, and she couldn't run a straight line by the end of the six weeks, but she could run. And uh, that joy in her face in somebody taking the time and investment into seeing beyond those leg braces and that she uh, had the capacity to be able to do what other children did really inspired me to, to refocus my career from just being about oneself and winning medals for my nation to wanting to make a difference in the lives of others. So that's got me into studying and becoming a, a teacher of children with special needs. And my judo career kind of led me to 
Australia and I came here on a distinguished talent visa to help women in doing judo but ended up working with adults and children with disabilities because that was so near and dear to my heart so uh, I think through that determination it sort of happenstance but very intentional led me to want to get better outcomes continuously and I've always sort of found wherever I've worked I've wanted to improve the lives of the uh client group that I'm working with. Lisa's intent is visceral. She recognised early in her new career as a teacher of children with special needs that to truly change lives, she would need to be in a position of influence. She honed her intent, grew a leadership career over many years and is now CEO of Ozchild, a national for-purpose organisation supporting vulnerable children and their families re-engaging with our intent in the face of external barriers gives us access to a power tool we already possess. The career intent checklist is a good tool. However, it's the power of reflection that you bring to the process that makes the difference. We can be impacted by internal or external influences when we find ourselves on idle and the internal influences when identified, acknowledged and addressed often clear away any of the external ones. Our intent is to build a successful career. If our intent is no longer fit for purpose, quarantine time for reflection. The checklist is not onerous. It's a simple traffic light system. Green if you're satisfied with where your career is now. Orange if you're uncertain about your career vision for the future. It's time to review your career goal. Is it still fit for purpose? And red if you're experiencing frustration with your career momentum. Seek objective advice from colleagues and mentors. A deep dive can act as a gap analysis and spur you to reset your career goal and power up your intent. I hope my intent to help you to focus on your intent has been useful for you. That rounds out this special episode of What Leaders Know. I want to thank each of my guests for generosity and sharing deep insights into the catalyst for their intent to become highly accomplished leaders. Lisa, Zane and Rob are unique leaders who are highly successful in their chosen fields. What they share in common is that conscious intent to succeed and their careers stand testament to these achievements. You can hear the full conversation with each of my guests on the following episodes. Professor Rob Van Barneveld, Season 1, Episode 5, Zane Alley, Season 2, Episode 2 and Lisa Griffiths, Season 1, Episode 2. In the meantime, show notes from the podcast are available on my website, whatleadersknow.com. And as I said, I'll post a copy of my What Leaders Know Career Intent Checklist for those who are ready to take a deeper dive. Thank you to my listeners. Join me next week for another episode of What Leaders Know, where we will hear from another successful and accomplished leader. Until then, happy days and stay safe. (music) 